Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for... The Belching Contest. <laughs> Yep, three blind mice. We are the See three how teachers. they run. Gas, food, and lodging. I'm gas. And that's food. <laughs> Fucking A. All right. Uh, for no good reason whatsoever, we are going to record a podcast. Yes. Um, we are very agitated this evening. <laughs> right. We're having issues, but we shouldn't discuss the issues because we want to get the issue solved right. without anyone knowing we had them. Right. So never mind. We're not having any problems. Right. Everything is there's, there's hunky no dory. I like USA Today because it has the balls to tell the truth that right. everything is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> everything is fine. I actually had a really fucking great day. So I actually had a pretty good day. Too. I know I Roland a long had a song. Everything. I know Roland had a really uh, shitty day. We'll always shine. Two and two always equals four. So, you ever hope I there took was like something a more? Two and a half hour nap today. It was great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's not much for you. Let's talk about what I ate. This is an actual. This is an actual quote right from Mr. Point. Lodging over here from about 20 years ago. You know, I used to go to bed at 3 a.m. and get up at 3 in the afternoon, but I've gotten a lot better now. I go to bed at midnight and get up at noon. Yeah, that's a quote. It was good. It was good. I'm on like a 3 a.m. to around 10:30 thing. <laughs> really? But, well, really? I think that's because of my job. That's good. Uh, Nothing like wrong. The job. Yeah. I'm on a pass out in front of the TV, uh, get up four hours later and do it again kind of routine. Right. It's, it's no fun. Anyway. Um, so are we going to talk about movies? In or theory, this just... is a podcast about uh, the motion picture uh, film thing. Stuff. I was trying to make that sound more interesting than just saying movie. <laughs> Motion picture. You remember, the, like the back in the seventies, when everything the, was the Edison kinetoscope. Everything was Star Trek, the motion picture. Right, <laughs> pictures the, in motion because and the pictures are. Um, you guys, do Superman, hockey? the movie. We should. <laughs> apparently, know? people listen to this, and we should probably oh, start acting like they do. Uh oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, people do listen to us. So, well, we wanted to go My in a different listened. direction. Um. I t- in my opinion, last time I talked too much. Oh, yeah. please. Well, that, you always that talk was too actually. Much. Well, I always talk too much, but last time I actually you had actually noticed had, you actually had very <laughs> coherent <laughs> thoughts and ideas, which was good. Well, though, yeah, that was part of the problem is that I talked a lot because I was trying to Do get. We out have to have the pre-production opinions. meeting on the air. You said push no, record, look, so I did. Okay, we'll have a post-production meeting. But uh, lodging over here is the biggest film buff of the three of us. Agreed. Um, and so he had some ideas on uh, where we could go this. Well, week. I just was going to talk about, um, you know, kind of surprising, shocking moments in movies that kind of catch you off guard, which you know, not could just be horror. funny. It could be horrific, unexpected. And uh, sometimes the, there's a lot of context to it that you know an audience member today may not get. So like, so like Airplane Two, the sequel, I believe, is when they're at the mental hospital, and they're like, they need to go get talk to so and so. It's like, who does he think he is today? Oh, today he thinks he's Lloyd Bridges, and then they pull the sheet off, and it's Lloyd Bridges. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like uh, you know, um, I was saying. But you're like, also talking about censorship. You're also talking about the movie rating system, right? Sure. I, you know what? I, I I just realized this. Um, video games have their own voluntary rating system. You know, fairly basic. There's E for everyone, T for teen, M for mature. Right. There's yeah. other variants on it, but that's basically. TV has a really complicated, simple system, but. Um, because they have like TV Y, but then there's like why it's a Y, <laughs> and there's all these like little sub parts to the categories, and there's the movie rating system obviously that we've had since the late '60s um, that mm-hmm. replaced previous systems and previous systems, but all there is for music for recorded music is the freaking parental advisory label that happened because of the PMRC in the '80s. That's it. That's all there is for music. It's either it doesn't have fucks in it or it does, you know, and that's it. Right. <laughs> It's, it just struck me as odd that of all the other mediums having this self-imposed, because all of them are self-imposed, none of these are legal. The MPAA rating movies is not a legal requirement. Right. These are not federal regulations in any way. These are all voluntary right. systems. Certain theaters won't show it without a rating, though. Well, well exactly. There's An unrated movie won't money. get run. Right. NC-17 th- movies were supposed to get away from the X rating 
And then theaters still don't run the NC-17 well, ones. Well, it's usually Somewhere. for violence anyway. Well, the NC-17? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, no. no, it's often for sexual content, but it's still, yes, well, it's also for violence. Okay, fine. Um, I mean... Uh, well, no, I because the, sexual the, content is still an X rating, and NC-17... Violence is tolerated more in this country than sex is. Oh yeah, currently obsequious reason. But here's but. the thing. No, this is the thing. That's changed. That's the thing. The whole thing about the rating system is that over the years there have been changes in social mores. There have been changes in what's acceptable and what's not. And so there's actually more violence in films now at lower ratings than there used to be. It used to be a lot stricter on violence, but it also used to be looser on sex. I've seen fucking topless women in pg films from the right. 70s yeah there are pg films from the 70s that have topless in off the top of my head invasion of the body snatchers the 70s version of donald southern mm-hmm. amazing ending right um ha, there, there's at least one shot in that i can think of multiple occasions where i've seen that um whereas because there's nothing shocking about a woman's breasts right but you can't put that in a pg movie now it, they you, showed a man's naked ass on television like 15 years ago. Uh, more like they 30. Used, they used you more, don't realize how old you are. They you're, used, talk, you're referring to uh, uh, NYPD Blue in like 1992, and it is 2018. You're fucking old. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Dennis Franz. <laughs> but they used the word blowjob on TV now. I mean, you yes. can't show... Oh, pair. there's the famous South Park episode that said, oh, we can say shit now? And they do a running total of right. shits that they say in the episode, mocking the whole thing. It, it's in, I mean, when you talk about the arbitrariness of ratings, um, on the same on the South, the South Park movie, there's... Is Roland talking too much? Uh, all, there's the scene where... Real, real uh, quick, just to give no, you an idea of the arbitrariness no. of the rating system. Is there's the arbitrary. scene where the parents are being told the th- words their children have been using. And in that scene, one of them is rim job, and the and the parents says one person says rim job, and the other one's like, "What the hell's a rim job?" And, oh, that's where you lick around the outside of the asshole. Okay, in the original version, in the original cut, it was um, fisting, and the MPAA gave it an NC seventeen rating. Right. And they're just their 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 explanation when it was changed to rim job. I can't believe you can there. say the word fisting, but you can't describe what it is. Describing fisting got him an NC seventeen, but describing a rim job was okay. That's still rated R. Rim jobs are rated R, but but fisting is rated NC seventeen. I would agree with that. Well, okay, <laughs> I'm saying that's the arbitrariness of. But that entire movie is about the movie ratings, the the acceptability of violence in our culture, whereas words. Which are just words are the problem. The, the the climactic scene in the film is the children, all the children, sh- acting as a body shield for Terrence and Philip as the adults. And Kyle's mom with a gun says, "Move!" Right, and she shoots and kills Terrence and Philip in cold blood in front of her children. Right, and that's acceptable. And her son goes, "Holy shit!" She says, "Watch your mouth, young man." That single scene sums up the entire film's point, which right. is why is it one f word? What, what were you talking about the other day? There was some film that, as soon as you got an f bomb, it was an R rating in the eighties. Yeah. Okay, just one f bomb, it's instantly an R. And so movies would well, deliberately look, do that, like look, a movie in, like uh, Footlo- you look at a movie like Footloose. With Kevin Bacon. Very tame freaking movie. Okay. But to get the teenagers to spend their money to go to the theater to see it, it has to get an R rating. Because they'd let the teens into an R-rated film in the 80s. Now it's an actually an issue. Like, so they just throw a couple F-bombs in and now it's rated R. Like in the movie Student Bodies, there's a deliberate scene where they cut to a guy saying, in order to get an R rating for this movie, we're going to say, fuck you. And yes. Boom, they exactly. get an R rating. You watch Last Action Hero, which is rated PG-13. One of my favorites. Yeah. And he has the he writes a word down on a piece of paper. We never see it, so we don't exactly know what it is, but he tries to get uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger to say it. And he says you can't say it because if you did, then this movie would be rated R. Yes, exactly. And which they is, imply that it's the F word. Right. Cuz later that's on, a very, No, you were asking last time what you didn't know what meta means. Last Action Hero is about as meta as a movie gets. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So later on, though, you can put one F word in a PG-13 movie. You so what was the one. movie that had a bunch of F-bombs but well, they allowed it? There was the movie Gunner Palace, okay. which was a documentary on uh, the military, and they got an R rating. They went back and they appealed it, saying, you know, if, if, if uh, these kids can be in the military, then they should be able to see and they, a movie... With the F word, and so they reduce it down See to a PG thirteen. Really like 
Yeah. Exactly. And the movie has 42 F-words in it. What's the loading photo on the screen? Oh, uh, it's probably something uh, bad. Yeah. Um, it's nothing anybody can see, though. So <laughs> it's good that you mentioned it. But <laughs> can you hear this? Right. So, um, no, I was just wondering if like the computer the, was going to crash. Well, it's funny you just mentioned the military. We've been having it's technical like, difficulties. We What's have his name? not Army, been having Army? technical difficulties. Arlie Army it's just like, died. Yeah, yeah. It's like the other day when I pointed and you stopped talking. It's like, come on. <laughs> Right. We're supposed to be able to commu- communicate non-verbally technical things while simultaneously still maintaining the conversation. Right. Right. Like, I could point out that you stole my water, bitch. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, you know. So, movie ratings to, is one Moving aspect. ratings are a joke, but they're necessary. I think audiences need to be informed they're certainly better than what, the Hayes Code. You know, may or may not be in, in the, the movie before they actually see it. You know, because right, but uh, they're really kind of very arbitrary and a joke. I, I think that you know, you get a big name director or a studio, and they'll they'll give it a PG thirteen. Well, like famously, like American Pie got but, an NC seventeen, and he had to do. I think it was you can do two thrusts into the pie, but not three. Right. I thought it was the flute thing. No, it was well, it was multiple things, but that was right. one of them. Was how many times he thrusted into the pie. Right. They had to cut a thrust. I thought it was because of that one time at Bandcamp. I'm sure that was in there too. Right. What What about some other things that go on in movies that cause them to get uh, a harsher rating than something else? You know, not something that's female a, orgasms. Well, no, that's a that's a there's a trend in that it's 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 an observable trend that men having an orgasm is an R-rated film. If right. you if you depict a woman having an orgasm, it'll get you an NC-17. Okay. I don't know. I disagree. I, I do that's too. A, that's a fa- have you didn't neither there, have you seen this movie is not yet rated. Have you seen that film? I think I have. You but don't didn't, think that's didn't, one of the things didn't they discussed in that Ryan film. Didn't have a, a fake orgasm, orgasm in a coffee shop? A very fake orgasm for humorous effect. I'm talking about an actual orgasm. I, I don't know about that. There, there's a scene. Because if that was fake, there was she a film that got an, an NC-17 because it implied. It wasn't even on screen. It was implied cunnilingus, <laughs> and that got at the NC-17. They had to cut the scene where his head's below screen, implying okay, he's about, giving cunnilingus. What I'm, what I'm getting at is, how about something that's a little more outside the box, so to speak? Not necessarily bad language, violence, or sex, but other things, subject matter, subject matter. that have yeah. gotten movies particular ratings that they may sh- maybe shouldn't have had. Oh, particular rating. I don't... Des- deservingly so, perhaps. Just think, purely based on the subject matter. Well, do you have an example? Because generally, I do not. Okay, because I'll say generally <laughs> the language, the sex, and the violence are the things that generate yeah. the ratings. But there's controversy for a variety of other reasons. Right. Like Red State uh, by Kevin Smith, which is I think is a brilliant film. Um, um, the Last Temptation of Christ would be a great example of a of film banned by um, religious groups. Um, whereas... Monty Python's The Life of Brian. I think Life, Life of, of Brian had the same kind of backlash, particularly Whoa. in the UK. Here, yeah. too. But, of course. But the flip side is when Gibson did um, Passion, Passion of, of the Christ, Christ. Right. The, the Christian evangelicals were like telling people to go there in troves right. and having small children witness you know, a snuff film. Let's not. No, <laughs> let's, let's not. You Actually. do realize that, that the you, last time... You do not want to have this conversation with me at any time, especially during this. I, I'm... I'm not discussing actual religion. I'm discussing public reaction and religious groups' reactions to films. Right. Two different part right. points. And my point is, there were actually um, S&M group, groups who were going to the Passion of the Christ. That's just filthy. It, but the point <laughs> is, it, if it's turning on the S&M crowd, why are you taking your eight-year-old? Well, because the one That's side of my quarter has a face it. on it. Just because you think it's not a face doesn't mean it's not a face, right? Okay. Okay. So if you think The Passion of the Christ is an S&M movie, you're the one that's fucked up, not me. Okay. Thank you, D. Snyder, <laughs> because that was one of his points he made to Al Gore about uh, one of about his songs his at the PMRC hearing. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. that was that was brought up at the PMRC hearing. Tipper Gore is a pervert. She is. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's lots of controversial stuff in movies and I, I guess you know what I was thinking is Herschel is Gordon there anything Lewis. is Sorry. anything go too far in movies? Google that. 
You is know? anything good? I, well, I yeah, personally, go too do you have a, do you Hold have on. a personal threshold? Do you think you have an objective, personal threshold? Yes. An objective threshold where you say this should not no, be in No, everything is subjective. I yes. don't think there can be an objective threshold. And I agree. Well, yeah, um, you're asking for an an objective My mother died of cancer, judgment. so maybe jokes about cancer won't be as funny to me as to you. I've never been raped, though. I, I don't think that either of those things are funny. That's not, right, but that's a subjective point. That is exactly what I'm talking about. There, right. There is no boundary. There, I, I forget which comedian said it, but comedy's job is to figure out what the line is and then cross it on purpose. Right. Okay? There's no such thing Well, what about a movie like far. Blue Velvet? Yeah. That's a good movie. It's a great movie. Anything so, in that movie go too far? No, I don't think so. Well, too far in whose terms? That's my what point. About what about a movie saying. like... This is the thing. What about a movie I, like Deliverance? Yeah. Does oh, that no. go too far? <laughs> no. No? Wee! Why Why doesn't it go Wee! too far? And who says whether or not it goes too far? Well, that's, that's my I point, imagine these, these ratings, are subjective things right, for I imagine these ratings, guys, either it's like a room full of 70-year-old white guys, <laughs> or it's the twins from... Uh, Shining? Good morning, Vietnam. Oh, I was going to say Shining. You know what I mean? When they're like, no, 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 no. All right, here's your news. <laughs> yes. Hey, those twins a, in Good Morning good. Vietnam, I went on to do the um, T2. T2. Right. Where the one guy and then the other guy, and he pokes oh, the eye. Oh, that's right. Brilliant. Yeah. Yes, brilliant. Yeah. That was great. I love the way the, like, the T2 like turns its head, like kind of like curious mm. about this guy dying. I just killed you. Interesting. Right. Um, it's like he was learning. I should really learn to silence my phone during this. Uh, well, you know, um, we, 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 I guess I, I, this is what I was saying. There's, there's, when it comes to the concept of free speech, um, you have the right to say anything you want. We do not have the right to not be offended. Right, and I, I don't get offended. That's the problem I don't with get the PC offended world. Either, but I don't. I'm saying if you do, if you think something in a movie went too far for your subjective personal taste, that's fine. You can feel that way. You have that right, but that doesn't mean you can't tell me I can't make said film or that some other person you can cannot make it. go to. I might that fucking film. punch you, but <laughs> right. I still respect your right to make the movie. Right, and you punching me is assault, and, and that I is also think, you're no, the one breaking the law. Actually, me. a little pepper. I think that with the ratings, you know, now they're more detailed. They say, like, rated R for yeah, pervasive for language reason, yeah. and such. And I just think that the point is you can make it, and, you know, maybe I want to see it, maybe I don't. But you do need to kind of warn me a little bit ahead of time as to what exactly I might be getting myself into. Well, certainly, yeah. The <laughs> consumer has a right to know. Oh, that's okay. Whatever. Yeah, you need the, the microphone there, buddy. Nah, that's all right. It, it allows me to avoid talking. <laughs> um, but yes, the, I, I don't have a problem with I think the rating system is fine. It's self-imposed. I Like I said, the rating system on video games, yeah. the rating system on TV You're now. When did the TV rating it's system not start? not self-imposed. It is. It is absolutely Roland, self-imposed. It's not the self-imposed. M- the MPA, it's what? like an, you as a filmmaker do not have to submit your rule. film okay, to right. the MPAA. What theater it's an unwritten going, rule. Yeah, what exactly. theater the is going to play not my movie show it, if so I don't have a film We rating. still have right. to get it rated. Well, okay. okay, so it's self-imposed or it's okay. uh, tyrannical just like everything else. Yeah, exactly. but which do you want? But you're talking about tyrannical corporations as opposed to a tyrannical government. Two different things. Not really. Tyranny is tyranny. <laughs> right, but my point, my point is, is someone can come up with alternate ways of dealing with these things. Um, grindhouse theaters used to exist. You know, there used to right. be. You know what I mean? There are still independent theaters out there. They're few and far though. between. Right. Right, but everything gets absorbed by huge Live corporations. Live in the now. Live in the now. So, what have you seen in a horror I movie? I love Big Brother. That just I love was Big like Brother. wow. Facebook is Big Brother. I, you know, I think horror is where you really have to go. I mean, we could well, we, what kind we could of talk about. What are you talking about? Any horror? Have I you mean, ever seen Texas a horror Chainsaw movie? Massacre, the original, where broke barriers at its time? No, what? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking or about talking personal about? level. Oh my! What have you level? seen? You went like, oh wow. Um, <laughs> or you were like the movie that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I had to the close most my eyes. Isn't even a horror movie. What's that? The Shining. Well, there you go. I still have nightmares about that. Well, this is the thing. I <laughs> swear I do, dude. No, sure, that's fine. Because it, it, it's, it's a psychological. Movie. And I was young it's, when and I that's saw the thing, it. For the there you go. Films that's, don't that's do the it point. For me. I personally. So even when I watch it now, it's like I got to sleep with the lights on. It's, when you see a movie when you're like ten years old, it's gonna freak you out and 
those are the ones you're going to remember I later think on that in life. Movie would freak me out at any age. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like splatter films have never really freaked me out. Well, no, it's just splatter buck, movies generally just paint. gross me out. And and uh, in that vein, you know, when you talk about all the exploding heads and and severed limbs and everything else that you can imagine that you've seen in a, in a slasher flick or a splatter film or whatever, to this day, the one that makes me the most ill, like ready to vomit. Mm-hmm. Is Mr. Creosote at the end of Monty Python and the Meaning of Life? <laughs> I you're cannot. Kidding. Oh I, you're kidding. That's hilarious. That scene always makes me want to hurl. That movie. Is, that scene is so funny. <laughs> Would you like. It's, and after the dinner, it's it's way far theme. When I, I saw that scene for the first time, I was like, whoa. I, I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, but it's the, funny. I love that no, scene. It's, it's so hilarious. Nice. But I literally, it, I I can't sit through the whole th- scene without wanting to hurl. Well, it's like the story about the castor oil and the pie eating contest in yeah. Stand By Me. <laughs> right. That one gets me. Which is the whole point of the scene. It's yes. funny to watch that scene on TV where they they censor all the the times someone vomits. It's really funny to watch because right. <laughs> they go, they the person goes like. And then they cut. <laughs> Once again, it's a, that visual. Yeah. It's, not it's, visual. A, it's a family show, people. We don't want anybody. Uh... Well, because you know. Anyways, the movie for me is Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Two. Because I involuntarily watched that movie as a kid. Okay. Involuntarily. 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 When that came out. Is there a good story about this? Yeah, but it's kind of a weird though. story, you know, and I don't really want to go into all the details. But basically, in a station wagon in the uh, well, I think there was what? some type of an emergency or something with my mom and my sister, and so they took me to like uh, like a, a friend's house or something and dropped me off there because they had to go do something, right. and I couldn't be left alone. Even though this is like what eighty eight or something like that, not eighty eight, sorry, like eighty six. And when and I they left like me there in the strange house, I mean, I had been there before, but the person there that they left me with was watching Texas Chainsaw 2. I had no idea what that movie was. It was just at the How very beginning. It? It, was it was the, the very beginning. beginning. I didn't. The, I'm sitting the there. The bridge all, that lasts there's, forever. Yeah, the bridge that lasts forever. Seriously, they're, they're like chasing these guys on a bridge. The truck I'm sitting the there and, 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 right, like, and it's like, how preposterously long is this bridge? There's a couple the, of miles. The, the, they're <laughs> chasing the guys in the car and they're talking on the radio right. to the woman. And then the all of a sudden. And he's like sli- his head is sliding off. Half his head is sliding yeah. off. And then I'm like, what in the world is this movie? And yeah. I had to sit there and watch it. But and when the but, movie was over, but the thing is, by the they end of came that and film, picked me up. they traumatized me. My parent, my there, mom, because there is. This is the thing. <laughs> that well, scene, isn't that what they're for? The, the grotesqueness yes. of I that mean, scene. I mean, that's like that's what mothers do. Um, and for its time, I thought it was pretty decent visual effects. But um, the scene after that in the radio station, where the guy is slowly like, you know, he picking like, his head the, with the coat yeah, hanger. Yeah, he's got the coat hanger. And he like lights the tip and then right. pokes his head. Right. That's, like he's pulling that whole or something scene out of his hair and eating builds, them. It's really it, weird. The scene builds up to him flipping the light on and, and Leatherface running out with a chainsaw, which is the jump scare at the, you know. But then the entire Leatherface running around with a chainsaw doesn't disturb me in any way. That scene is the one scene in that film that truly creeped me out. But by the end of that movie, it's total camp. I mean, friggin', what's his name? Dennis Hopper, the sheriff. <laughs> He's got like two holsters where you normally carry guns where he's got two mini chainsaws. Right. And it's like, it's ridiculous by the end of it. It's just ludicrous. Yeah. It's nonsense. That movie traumatized me. I can't watch it. No, I think. I tried the, to watch it again. I think the way they have grandpa, two. like give grandpa the hammer and try to get him to beat the girl to mm-hmm. death while this feeble old man. That's the scene that really offends my wife. That <laughs> okay. She's mentioned how that scene just, um, there was nothing frightening about it or disturbing about it. It was just offensive for the sake of being offensive yeah but um so here we go so let's contrast two scenes you got uh, reservoir dogs okay the guy goes up pulls out a knife the camera pans away you hear a scream it comes back and you see he cut his ear off right he comes back with no he, he the camera cuts away and then he walks into the camera where it's sitting motionless holding the ear right now if you've got like it's a dvd extra they shot 
yeah, him actually cutting the ear off. And it's far more effective when you don't see it. Right. Right. So you, you, you just hear him cut the ear off. Well, you, at the time, you're not quite sure what he's going to do. Yeah, he's doing and something. And you hear the scream, but it's all off camera kind of in your head. And, you, and then you do see the ear. Right. And then he walks on and he's talking into the ears. He's late. Oh, Much more effective. Around. Now yeah, you watch Texas Chainsaw 2 and uh, they have the dead body. Leatherface comes up, pulls out a electric carving knife and slices off half of his face the skin off and you watch the whole thing they don't cut away right and then he's playing with it and he ends up putting uh the skin on the girl's face and then like 10 minutes later or something the guy that they just peeled the skin off like wakes up you think he's dead at the time that he does it but you realize he's not even dead when they do that to him well you're talking about a movie that was sole purposes to yeah get a reaction from you <laughs> just for that kind of stuff versus versus another movie that's a really smart movie okay. that's using something to psychologically fuck you up instead of having to visually see it. And in a movie like right. that, it's much more effective to not see it. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? But when you're talking about Texas, Texas Chainsaw 2, it's, that whole movie's sole purpose is to right. run that road. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? We're exactly. cutting off faces well, and we're doing the whole thing. There's so many examples that we give. I don't know why we're stuck on Texas Chainsaw 2, but the splatter movie, movie, splatter yeah. Here's the thing. Splatter films, to me become so over the top that they're humorous and one movie that does that very much on purpose when when it was announced i'm a huge lord of the rings guy like geek from childhood Duh. so when peter jackson was announced as the guy who's going to be directing these lord of the rings films like four years before they came out who's that guy exactly i went back and sought out all his films and i basically watched his entire filmography in reverse order because it was the older the film got the harder it was to track down right um his second film is called brain dead or in North America, it's known as Dead Alive. And if you've never seen it, it is the splatteriest splatter film of all time. And you will laugh your ass through the whole movie. L I will laugh you, my you, ass. I will do that. Off. I don't know. Have you seen the film? Ass. I don't think I've seen it. I haven't the, seen it. The climactic scene. Oh, is with the lawnmower, With the lawnmower. Right? Is okay. where he, he straps a lawnmower to his chest with a rope and walks through a horde of zombies with a lawnmower. No, I've not seen it. <laughs> It's did you see hilarious. that? Um, that sounds good. Did you see Bad Taste? Then? Yes, it took me forever to dig up. Isn't Bad that taste. the one with the puppets? Well, actually, no, no, no. That's Meet the Feebles. Meet, Meet the, the Feebles, Feebles is if Quentin Tarantino directed a, the Muppet movie. Okay. Okay. I mean, there's Muppets on heroin. <laughs> well, the, there's the big number where the guy right. sings a very catchy. I mean, if you think I've um, not seen these movies, but um, I know what's about the, them. There, there's the South Park uh, song that like gets stuck in your head. You know, it's so catchy but so offensive. Shut your fucking face, face Uncle, Uncle Fucker. Fucker. Okay, that's nothing compared to the sodomy song in Meet the Feebles, where you go, sodomy, you made me think it's very odd of me. And you like get the song stuck in your head, I enjoy the act of sodomy. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm just... I find myself seat. like in very wrong situations publicly where no, these I was singing all, that song well, to myself. These were all made in Australia, right? New Zealand. New Zealand. Yes. New Zealand. Same thing. But right? uh, yeah, so that's his third. His first film is Bad Taste. His second is is. I mean, they're probably not even rated by the MPAA then, or something. Uh, probably not. And then his third film is Meet the Feebles. Yeah. Um, and then he actually starts making li li like serious films. There's Frighteners, uh, Frighteners with Michael yeah. J. Fox. And you which, know, if you Army Army's you in seen, that movie. Ar Army Army's in that movie. The Frighteners is basically if The Sixth Sense were a comedy. Michael J. Fox can see dead people, right. so he gets dead people to go haunt people, and he sets up a business where he gets but rid of ghosts. When you take those splatter movies, I love that. It's movie, hilarious. And it's you a great combine movie. them with comedy, you get good things. Yeah. Yes. You and know, then there's like, Heavenly uh, Creatures. Army of if Darkness. You've never seen that. That's you know? Yeah. Army of Darkness. Actually, is a great anything that. that Bruce Campbell has been in. But I mean, Sam Raimi. Oh, Bubba Hotel. Yeah, it's just but Sam Raimi like. Evil Dead 2 is not a sequel. Evil Dead 2 is a remake of Evil Dead. Yeah, okay. in a lot of ways, yeah. Okay, and and the level of humor, I mean, there's there's humor in Evil Dead, but not to the degree in Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 is, is genre-breaking. Well, the other, Ar Army of Darkness is when they took that over. Well, no, yeah, and then Army of Darkness takes it to the extreme, but I'm saying Evil Dead 2 is the one that really broke that mold where a horror film could be funny. It was the first movie to really pull that off. The only other, well, pull it off on a on a on a mass like where it got public attention. Right. I mean, the other one would have been um, Return of the Living Dead, which like not long after George Romero's trilogy was completed with Day of the Dead. Right. Not long after Day of the Dead, riding on its coattails, there was a movie called um, Return of the Living Dead that was. You know, it's like that a movie, Return of the Living movie. Dead, is actually supposed to be a direct sequel of Night of the Living Dead. 
Did you know that? Well, it's but it's a sequel of that of the Night of the Living Dead movie, not I did not know that. Not yeah. of Dawn and Day. Not of Dawn or Day. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I'm saying it's kind it's bizarre. Uh, well, I do think it's ironic that Night of the Living Dead is followed by Dawn of the Dead, followed by Day of the Dead is a logical progression. But you know, it kind of hard to Google that because you get all the the uh, Mexican Halloween celebrations going on. Okay. Day of the Dead. I'm just no, saying it's interesting. Are you referring to Dia de on... los Muertos? Yes. And okay. my point is, is I don't think George Romero had that thought in his head when he was titling his film. He probably didn't realize the mistake. Day of the making. Dead was a movie that really, or, sorry, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn. Freaked me out. Really? You know, because we watched that, I think, I was like 12. Yeah. My... I knew we were going to watch a horror movie. Remember we went to... Uh, yeah, I know. We were at Tim's house. Yeah, I think it was like a Halloween kind of party, and we went there, and I knew we yeah, were going to watch a horror house. movie, but I didn't know it was going to be that I'm sorry. Movie. Are you feeling left out? And no, I'm not. I have one of those movies, though. That, um, the beginning where they shoot the guy, the SWAT team shoots the guy, and his like, head explodes, right. that really freaked me oh, yeah. at like 12. The exploding head didn't freak me out. Oh, what yeah. freaked me out was the next part, where the dead guy, who's now a zombie, is coming up to his wife with his arms outstretched, and she thinks he's hugging her. And she embraces him, and he takes a bite out of her shoulder. Yeah. That's the scene that freaked me out. <laughs> that freaked me out. Silence. <laughs> so, the musical. Right. But, um, it puts the lotion on its skin. Have you ever oh, heard of... Those those again. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Dead Snow and Dead Snow 2? Have no. you heard of those movies? No. no. Have you ever heard of Crips and Crips 2? Uh, yes, I think I have, <laughs> but I don't know. Crips, Crips 2 is the worst movie ever made. Okay. C-R-Y-P-T-Z. Even more than... Uh, 2 uh, is uh, what, the... Troll 2? Troll, troll 2. Which yeah. has goblins, not trolls. Right. In a town called Nilbog. Nilbog. Right. <laughs> and they're vegetarians, so they can't eat you. They have to turn you into lettuce first, right. then eat the lettuce. Crips 2 makes like Troll 2 look like an Academy Award winning film. <laughs> it makes it would make like Sharknado look. Sharknado three look really know. brilliant. I have I have some like I have a DVD that has like ten bad you know bad so bad they're good bad movies on it. I actually have the non MST three K. It's hard to do this. Um, Manos the Hands of Fate. Oh, I want to borrow that because <laughs> I was watching. You know, I tried it's, to watch because Mystery Science Theater because that's the thing I couldn't. I couldn't watch it. I was getting annoyed with their constant well, banter. The I didn't like it. This is the I thing about to see the movie. It's not the worst movie because there's a difference here. Um, Plan 9 from Outer Space by Ed Wood. That's not a bad movie, dude. It's so bad, it's good. It's, well, it's so good bad. cheese. Exactly. But Manos the Hands of Fate is just bad. It's I, was, I just wanted to bad. watch the movie. And it's, I kept getting annoyed with their constant art, talking wrong. getting it's in art. the way. What? But it's art. That's just me. I oh, like it's not art. Bad movies. It was made by a furniture, uh, <coughs> excuse me, furniture, a fertilizer salesman in El Paso, Texas, made it Are on a dare. telling me that a fertilizer salesman cannot be an Do you know how he financed the film? He promised, Cow shit? He promised everybody appearing in the no, film no, I 10%. Got the, I got the answer. Cow shit is no. how he financed uh, that film. No, he promised everybody <laughs> in the movie 10%. Okay. Which means he sold about 3,000% of the film. Nice. <laughs> There were, nice. there were that many people in the movie. Well, like everybody, not just on screen. I know, I know. It's it's I the know. story behind that film is hilarious, but the film itself, it's just unwatchable. No, I could watch. I've seen it. I have it. I'll lend it to you. Perfect. You can watch it, I'd love and to it'll watch be an it. hour and a half. You'll never get back. Nah. <laughs> I was getting into it. <laughs> I was just getting annoyed with the constant like commercial break thingies and stuff uh, are you, are you I don't, I don't MST3K yeah I don't I watched like one episode now, of that and I couldn't they, um, I didn't enjoy it they do it now under Rift Tracks where it's those oh, yeah. it's those I guys I watched the Rift I've Tracks I've actually seen them live well not seen them live I haven't seen them live Rift Tracks wasn't Whatever. very good either I watched a movie on that oh those guys are fun those guys are great I didn't I didn't think I didn't find it funny but whatever <sighs> so you guys can't think of an instance where a movie Received an R rating purely based on the subject matter. Um, purely based well, on the subject okay. matter. He's going to give you an answer before I am. Well, I, I don't know about that, but um, I did want to mention, like I was saying, you get the right director or the studio behind a big budget movie, and they're going to give it a PG-13, regardless of how many people's right. heads get lobbed off. What was Schindler's List? <laughs> okay. Was I mean, that think an R rated movie? 
Think I'm about Attack of the Clones. Yeah, because you realize Schindler's Death and Jurassic Park, both Spielberg came out in the same year. He put out Jurassic Park as the PG popcorn film. I just if it was R-rated. And Schindler's List is the R-rated okay, is Academy there R, film. There, is there a reason that it's R-rated other than the subject matter? Oh, yes. Have okay. you never seen Schindler's I've, List? It's been years. What about a Spike Lee movie called The Confederate States of America? Oh. Have you seen that? I have not. Is that Spike Lee did that? Yeah. Oh, that's a Spike Lee movie. I'm unfamiliar with that one. And oh, then, I, I watched, I think, the beginning of that movie, but... Right. I didn't realize that was Spike Lee. I'm, I'm firmly convinced that, that, there's, that subject matter got that rating. Okay. 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 That I've not seen it, but I can... From saying Confederate States of America, directed by Spike Lee, I don't, I haven't seen the film, but I get well, the point. Well, for the, people that aren't familiar, it, what it is, is he did... If the a, South had won the Civil War. Right. He did a docudrama kind of sure. weird, artsy thing if the South had won the war instead of the North. Right. You know, and it's actually kind of like sadly brilliant. The, the yeah. film itself, but you know the concept is obviously terrifying. But um, the movie is good if well, anybody I wants to see it. Yeah, Spike Lee fan, so sure. Right. I just, I how, how did I miss that particular film? When did it come out? Uh, I haven't the foggiest I idea. I'm okay. pretty sure that I think it's about maybe 15 years right. old. I don't know. Well, I, I that mean, was I either be honest, a... I, I've probably seen that. The 90s Spike Lee. What I was getting at is, look, you got Attack of the Clones is rated PG, and the the, uh, Django Fett gets his head cut off, right? Right. Well, no, he doesn't doesn't get his head cut off. Well, okay. You you never see his head. (laughs) Right. Right. Look at um, If he didn't have his helmet on, he gets his helmet cut off. Exactly. Right. Um, It would be What about... Well, there's a beheading in in, um, the beginning of Wild Wild West, the Will Smith one. There's a beheading within like the first ten minutes of that movie, and it's PG thirteen. Yeah. Well, look at um. So uh, I said, violent tolerance of violence has increased. The Hobbit two, Desolation of Smog. Sure. Don't. That's isn't a there fantasy like, movie. Aren't there like three beheadings in that movie? It's a fantasy movie. Am I am I mistaken about this? Don't don't like a couple of orcs or something get their heads cut off? Monsters don't count. On the count. Uh, the river scene where they're in the, in the barrels. Sure I could have swore they did. Could There's be. heads I, flying all over the, the place. The amount of movies. hate I have for that those films, it, stop is, it, is only matched by my love of the the Rings trilogy. The Lord stop of the Rings trilogy it. is amazing. The Hobbit trilogy is horrifically bad. It's the yeah. leftovers. But I'm just saying, those movies are PG thirteen. This is the deal. I mean, there's a lot of this like is the heads deal with those off. movies. Okay, the trilogy itself is pure brilliance. Yes. Okay, the Hobbit movie. Z- Right. Okay. This is the first problem. Uh, well, yeah, because there's, it's, it's all right. You want to start like, arguing the merits of capitalism or what? No. When they said they were going to stretch it to two movies, I was on board because there's enough backstory and enough side story that they could pull out. That's a separate Because everything with Gandalf going to Dol is done off screen in the book, off screen, so to speak. I mean, he just goes, he comes back, and it's in the appendices of The Lord of the Rings. It's not in the book The Hobbit at all. And it takes like And it's a brilliantly done scene. Right. But and all the backstory, the actual opening scene to the second film of Gandalf flashing back to before they, the whole thing starts, it's Gandalf meeting um, Thorin in Bree. That scene is written into that movie. It's not anywhere in the book. I know. Actually, they're only the book The Hobbit is my most beloved book of all time. I've Why? read it so many times. Why? Why? For, uh, there's a list of reasons. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. My what point, I was trying my to point say... is, is there are only two. Fa- I only have two flaws. I think in the book and the opening scene to the second film actually fixes both of those flaws. However, that doesn't in any way justify the rest of the crap that those films are. Like the scene you're talking about, where the barrel stop, scene stop. in the book, it's like they're sneaking out at See, night you secretly. Just, you just said it you're again. Getting, you just said it again in the book. You're getting in the book. You're in getting the book, sidetracked, Roland. Okay. And it doesn't matter. This, this That's is the what point. We do. This we is get the point. Sidetracked. What I wanted this to get to was uh, Have you seen a movie called Whale Rider? Have I've never seen it. I know what you're talking about. Fantastic movie. Okay. But it's a it's a independent studio. It doesn't have a big names attached. Got a PG thirteen rating for basically a couple of cuss words and the guy smokes a joint. And there was a you know, Roger Ebert made a big comment about that. The fact that this movie's PG thirteen, but it has really nothing in it to warrant that. I mean, there are much more PG movies that have way more in it well, than that. This is the thing: the PG film 
is is gone the way of the dodo. There are very few PG films anymore at all. Right. Yeah. I remember when Napoleon Dynamite came out and it was rated PG, and I'm like, does that rating still exist? Yeah, I mean, there was. Um, I hadn't seen a PG film in forever at that point. I'm trying to think of what movie came out recently that was PG. There, it's very rare. It, yeah. It's either your G or your 13. You either stick in enough that to, because this is the thing, PG 13 or even G actually, yeah. PG-13 has well, supplanted yeah. R. In the 70s movies. and 80s, a rated R film was aimed at t- a teen audience. It had to have enough graphic stuff in it to the the, the rebellious teen would spend his money on it because they had the discretionary income. Oh, yeah. And it was uh, big, big money to make a rated the R live film. Action but Beauty then they the started Beast. making theaters actually enforce not PG-13? letting people under no, 17 PG. without an adult. The live-action Beauty and the Beast 2017 was PG. I remember okay. when that came out and I saw that PG. Well, I did that was, see that. Because you ever see, do you remember The Secret children. of Nim? Yeah. There's there's one time what the, the heroine gets captured and the guy walks away and he says, damn. Yeah. And it's a G-rated yeah. film. And it, that actually, when you talk about something shocking in a film, it was a G-rated film and he said, damn. Oh, come on. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying in a G-rated film. It was shocking. Stop it. To say damn in a G-rated film in, is shocking. In, in the 1980s, certainly. To see cleavage in a G-rated film, I'd be shocked. To no, hear no, the no. word shit, I'd be shocked. Wait, wait, wait. Damn. Cleavage in no. a, It's an animated film, first of all, and there are plenty of G-rated animated films with a lot of cleavage. Well, okay, fine. Okay, Disney has, has right. not shied away okay. from making jokes about cleavage. Just fucking bust the bubbles on my joke, fuckstick. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that the movie Whale Rider got the PG-13. I haven't seen that. I don't think it really deserves That is a fantastic movie. You really need to see it. But but you say excellent movie. should logically be a family-friendly PG film. It should be a family-friendly PG kind of movie. Exactly. Very much. Definitely. And that's that's the thing. Without the big budget, you get Spielberg behind it, and you get a PG movie like Temple of Doom. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where a guy gets his heart ripped out. Right, which is what inspired the PG thirteen exactly. rating. Is was it not Gremlins and Temple of Doom were the two films? Those two movies came out. And then Red Dawn was the Red Dawn was the first PG thirteen film. And there's a trend there. You realize Beverly Hills Cop love that movie was the highest grossing R rated film. Yeah, up until The Matrix. All throughout the late '80s and all of the '90s, there were R-rated movies had become a desert. Why the hell was the Matrix R-rated? There's a lot of violence in that movie. So From, for the I, um, I'm this yeah, is America. We don't care about that. Yeah, it was 1999. You know, it's funny. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly you know, don't know. It's funny. I can't um, really remember it, seeing the there, Matrix like a second time, kind of. But you know that scene at the beginning where uh, they they put the bug and it goes into his belly button. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a freaky scene. I've seen that when, movie at least thirty five times. And and I've seen the ending of that movie like a thousand times. Well, honestly, the <laughs> first time I saw that film was is still the best time I ever saw that film. Yeah, we, exactly. uh, we mentioned this before. It's because they showed none of the real world in the trailers. Exactly. All of the Matrix trailers were within the Matrix. This could be right. a whole show and on this like could. how disappointing that trilogy. Totally oh, was. The second and third film? Sure. No, the whole thing all No, the first together. film to this day is still ahead of its time brilliant. Yeah, the first film was if, great. If, if, the other so. two films wouldn't have been made. Okay. You cannot so. ring a bell. There, there are actually elements of two that I truly enjoyed. Three has no redeeming qualities. Well, n- only because they fell flat on their face right when they were at the fucking finish line. The story, I mean, come on. We're not going to have an argument here. All three of us clearly would agree that the third Matrix film has no redeeming value. Is there any redeeming value in the third Matrix film? Well, of course there is. I'm looking at him. There's one. I like the third one better than the second. There's one major thing. (laughs) Are we going to talk about this now? We're going to save the No, let's save the Matrix for another time. Really? Let's stick on. No, but let's stick on. We got 10 minutes out of the Alien franchise last week. You don't think we could. I could do three hours on this and how much I hate it. I'm just saying, I love the Matrix. Let's try and stay focused. The original Matrix. I think it's a brilliant film. It's like, it's the way I feel about the Eagles. I have a very love-hate relationship with the Eagles. I fucking love them and I can't fucking stand them. All (laughs) the same time. This is so big. Get the fuck out of my cab. (laughs) It's not, because the dude hates them. I I love them. Ving Ving Rhames, man, is telling you to get out of his cab. (laughs) That was not Ving Rhames in the cab. That was Ving Rhames. The problem is is they they play a lot of the slow... Prove me wrong. Um, it was not Ving Rams. Actually, the burden of proof is on the accuser, buddy. 
they play a lot of the slow Eagles songs on the radio, and I, I just don't really care for all of the slow ones. And I think, I don't know. Hated it. Like Life in the Fast Lane, I get tired of that song. Well, yeah, but you got to think about how many singles they had, Pat. It's like, holy shit. You start thinking about mm-hmm. all the songs they played on the radio from that band. It's like Tom Petty. So, yeah. I mean, he's let's try and stay focused it. on... Because he's trying to prove that Ving Rhames... Shocking. ...is the guy that throws the dude out of the cab in the Big Lebowski, and he's got his head inserted directly in his colon. <laughs> Ving Rhames. Have you ass. ever seen I Spit on Your Grave, the original, from like 78? No. no. That movie is pretty intense. It has... Uh, uh, like the, I think they say like one of the longest rape scenes in any movie. It's like twenty five minutes. Where she twenty five minute rape scene in what movie? I spit on your grave. Oh, she gets raped like three times, and one of them is implied that she gets anally raped. That Squeeze. movie's pretty intense. Back to Deliverance here. Uh, yeah, Christ. But um, I do not uh, claim responsibility. That movie is pretty shocking. But you know, um, people, what goes on Her later in the movie? Bonus. Google. You've never seen I Spit on You guys should see that movie. No, I, that's one of those titles no. that's like, you Spit know. on Your Grave. What about Straw Dogs with Dustin Hoffman? That's Oh, the original Straw Dogs. There was see, a remake of that movie. a few years ago. But yeah, the violence in that movie was at the time very controversial. Yeah, I mean, that he, like, movie boils has... oil and pours it on people. Um, he boils whiskey, actually, and pours it on them. But um, in that movie, the woman is raped. What do we point? We're, right, we're which pointing. Is the no one can see us You're pointing. You're so good Pat. at this, Nick. Fuck. <laughs> well, it gets kind of distracting. He just called you Nick. I know. Nick it's is going to punch you later. <laughs> I mix the two of them up all the time. It's really bizarre. It's so this is not television. You've not, seen, you've not seen Straw Dogs then? Um, no, I haven't. Yeah. Rape scene in that, which is pretty intense. Right. And then which later is, on in which the movie, his... it gets pretty pretty crazy at the end, you know, where yeah. they're, you know, he's like fighting these guys with like well, it's, it's, pokers. It's. Boiled Coward of the County by Kenny Rogers is like the same basic premise. Trap. You know, the guy's considered a wimp until they rape his wife, and then he's, uh, you know, comes yeah, out of his. Uh, you know what? You know, you realize though at the closet. end of that movie, um, Dustin Hoffman never realizes, is never told that she was raped. His wife was raped. He doesn't know that in the movie. And that's what makes it really oh. interesting. Wow, See, I haven't seen that. His, his wife gets raped, and then later on, there's another guy in the movie who. Uh, um, attacks a woman and murders her, and uh, he ends up getting the guy that just murdered this woman. He's unaware of that. He's unaware that his wife was raped and that this other woman was murdered by this guy. And he's got him at his house, and all these other guys are ganging up trying to get him out of the house because they want to basically kill this guy for, for murdering this woman, and he ends up defending him. So it's really kind of bizarre because he's, he's defending this guy, and he's completely unaware of the fact that he just murdered this woman, and he's defending him from these men that were trying to get into the house that raped his wife. It's really bizarre, and he's completely unaware of the fact that they raped his wife because she never tells him. He just he just gave a clinic, ladies and gentlemen. How to get uninterrupted <laughs> mic time is talk about a movie that the other two guys haven't seen. Exactly. Right. Well, you, yeah, you chastised so, me when I was talking about... Let's ask Karen if she knows. One of those. Who's Karen. the actor that throws the dude out of the cab in the you big You be a little Lebowski? more specific, you dumbass. Hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna get... She doesn't know. <laughs> Hold on. Anyways, hey. Oh, wow. Hey, uh, you know what sequel I'm gonna I want? The whole, you know, there's that, that Channel 5 news or whatever. I don't know what channel it was. Where, where the entertainment reporter is interviewing fucking um, Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. And Lawrence Fishburne had just recently appeared in some fucking uh, oh, credit yeah. card ad, and he calls. <laughs> you were just in that credit card ad. He's like, "Wait a minute, what are you fucking talking about? You, you, you mixing me up with Lawrence Fishburne? We all look the same to you." you know? right. And that Jackson was, does brilliant. not let it go. It's awesome. No. And yeah, I have fallen into that same trap because, um, it's literally his one you, movie. He's he's like in like two other movies. It's some guy named Adjgi Kirkland. But he looks like Ving Rhames, so fuck you. He's an unknown actor. Okay. It's not like I'm mixing up two famous Just guys. Just for the record, if you're scoring at home, it's food eight, <laughs> gas two, and lodging six. If there is a is that movie, per episode we're listen doing to me now. now that was if there is any week, movie so the, that needs a sequel, course, it's yeah. The Big Lebowski. No, The Pat, Big Lebowski no. needs a sequel called for the, the Little Lebowski. Christ. 
No. Okay. Yes. Okay. No. You do know that there is a film coming out directed by John Turturro where he got permission from the Coens to play the Jesus. It's a remake of a French film from the early 70s. Like yeah. About three. But it's the same character? Yeah. Well, it, yes. He's playing the Jesus character. The French film it's a remake of was about three like sexual deviants doing all kinds of ridiculous things with one another and other people. And, um, you know, it's it's a sex romp from France from the early 70s, so you can imagine. And, it, you know, it's, it's oh, poor with a plot. Of a movie. And um, John Turturro is remaking that film. He is writing and directing it, and he is playing the Jesus in it. He got permission from the Coen. It is not a sequel to Big Lebowski. It is, the Coens are in no way involved with the movie, but they gave him permission to but use the character. don't you think if, it would no, be awesome I to see the little Lebowski? No, because no. She, he gets her pregnant at the end no. of that movie. Oh, You that, send it like, you want a sequel you that involves about Julianne little, Moore's child. Right. Yes. Are you talking about the little Lebowski urban achievers? <laughs> no. But yes, think about very it. probably are of all a movie right. set if, like if, ten years later. If there's where the big Lebowski, where, where, where Lebowski meets his ten-year-old son for the first time, Wait, the little Lebowski later, no, no, yeah, like ten like, years no. later, maybe twenty. It's been a lot longer than no, that. Oh, Pat! Please. No, but the movie is set in the past. To be yeah, don't ruin the, the fucking movie, was, movie wasn't by the, making a shitty yes, fucking sequel. Ten years in the future of the big Lebowski would be when the big Lebowski was released. Yeah, but look, the first movie was was like set in like what ninety one or something. It was and during Desert Storm. During yes. Desert Storm, so you set the second movie like maybe like right after with like nine eleven or with something. The Iraqis. Yeah, because John Goodman will only look ten years older. Do you know how dramatically different John Goodman looks with all the weight Dude, he's lost? They and have, how old they he have is now? the Tarkin technology. <laughs> that can be overcome now, but we can make it. We can make a movie better than it was. After better, they're faster, like, they're like stronger. BASF. It'd be like the six million they dollar don't movie. Make the movie. The they just make it dollar. John Goodman younger. Dude, John I, Goodman should have got an award for the book. Up that Lebowski, is a movie that you cannot make a sequel to. No. But can we do like a whole show on like sequels that tainted the legacy of of epic movies well, like like The Matrix? Like How about Jaws this? Two? Uh, you know what I mean? Super Troopers 2 oh, coming out this it Friday. Tell you get I going to be funny. Tainted, I so, so hope yes. that Super Troopers 2 Super Troopers is going to be fun. I, I, I caught Super Troopers like on Comedy Central yeah. sometime and was surprisingly very entertained. I thought it was going to be... <laughs> when I saw <laughs> ads for it, I thought there's that's just going to be a dopey comedy. There's so much that about that movie That was actually a really so well done film. If anybody is. is in the Coen Brothers camp is hearing this, do not make a sequel to The Big Lebowski. <laughs> Thank no, you. please God. Oh, that'd they, be awesome. More, right, they'll make a sequel to the Hudsucker Proxy and Lady Killers. That's, I'm referring to their bad films. They've only got a few. Um, Super Troopers, where they drink Super the um, they drink the, the syrup. How about a Fargo sequel? No, they made Let's a series. That uh, baby's well, life. They, no, but they, um, there's a TV dead? series called Fargo. It's had yeah, like three it's seasons. Not a sequel though. It's just a spinoff. Okay. Okay. But yeah, sequels that tarnish the legacy of the original. There's a lot of those. Yeah, let's just let's save that. Okay. I'm taking notes. Yeah, that that that's mentally, a whole episode mentally, right there. Of course. Um, like um, fucking um, Hannibal. So like we're Silence no, Lamb. come on, come on, See, what? All right, outline for another show. Anyway, <laughs> next week we either got to talk about the Coen Brothers or bad sequels. How many Cohen brothers? Well, are we uh, how many Cohen brothers movies have we seen? It's in yeah. the teens, right? A no, lot I mean, more than that. Lot, but I'm just wondering if you've seen a I mean, lot of them. I haven't I've seen. seen the last I mean, like, I've seen at least ten. Um, okay, let's let's I, let's just go down the list. See how well we can do. Blood, Blood simple. Blood simple. Um, Raising Arizona. Yes. Yeah. Um, hold on. Yeah. Is there another one before Barton Fink and Miller's Crossing? I don't think so. I okay, don't, I don't know. Bart Frank knows oh, yeah. crossing. Seen both those. Then you got Hudsucker Proxy. Didn't see that. I've seen okay. it. You, you're not missing anything. Um, then there's Fargo. Seen Saw it. it. Big Lebowski. Saw seen it. it. No, um, um, oh brother, where art thou? Saw seen it. it. Um, <laughs> we're like man who wasn't there. We're, we're, wait a second. Are we like uh, planning uh, the next show on this show? Uh, you haven't seen Jane. Uh, I don't. Man who wasn't there. I don't. There's your homework assignment. Wasn't there. That's your homework assignment. I got your homework assignment hanging. Yeah. Why don't we in, just list the ones that we have? Why don't I turn my phone um, off? Well, then, so. it, then it just becomes the recent one. Okay, so Mana wasn't there, and then you got Lady Killers, which uh, I have never well, actually seen, and I've heard bad things it. about it. Um, 
I think I saw it on TV at a Motel um, Six at four in the morning. And then there was the one that was they were just were supposed to write, but they ended. The director fell through, so they ended up directing it for Brian Grazer. Um, Did you see um, Intolerable Cruelty, which I is not very mainstream cruelty. for them? It, I, I find that movie very entertaining, but it's well, we're not talking very about this. We're just trying them. to decide what we've seen, um, so we can right, right, right. So he's got to see Man ahead next there. week's episode. Um, and then I and then I start losing track. There's Burn After Reading. Seen There's it. No Country for Old Men. Seen it. You seen Burn After Reading? Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, Burn After. I, I love that movie. Did not, I, I did not like that movie. Okay, so I'm the just, only one who liked that, it. Fine. Um, a serious no man. Have you seen that? I've not seen a serious I man. I didn't see that either. I've not. Seen what's it? the one? Desblin Llewellyn, Llewellyn or whatever I've the hell name is. Haven't seen it. Um, uh, <laughs> and then what's the one where it's set in Hollywood? Scarlett Johansson, George Clooney, bunch of people in it. Um, uh, Hail Caesar. Oh, Hail Caesar. Oh, I've not seen Hail Caesar. I'm it's sure not great, a, but no. my goodness, it was funny. Okay, with, uh, so that's one I should do with, for my uh, homework. That's what sure. the Have Han you Han seen Hail Caesar? That's with the Han Solo guy. You've seen it. What's his name? Aaron Wright? Uh, maybe. Yeah, You've sure. seen Hail Caesar? I've seen Hail Caesar. Okay, so my homework is Hail Caesar. Your homework there. is the man Look, who wasn't there. We just covered all the Coen Brothers movies in like three minutes, so we don't need to do an episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, my God. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. At least one. And then I do like the idea so, of a whole episode on, on sequels that shouldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah. Like when sequels. Highlander 2 came out, there were pins that you could buy that said there should have been only one. That we're getting off track brilliant, here again. Brilliant marketing. Now we're planning another episode. Let's continue on with this episode. Well, whatever. I don't what, know. Anyways. We were talking about ratings. I, we talked about things in G movies that were shocking, like one damn. Uh, things in PG movies that were shocking, like a heart getting ripped out of a chest. Uh, things in PG-13 films, like multiple F-words uh, instead of just one, and beheadings. Things that are shocking in R-rated films, like um, you know various what forms was, of violence. What was the original Poltergeist rated? PG. PG? Mm-hmm. That yes. movie gave me fits. But dude. because PG 13 didn't exist yet. Do you know who directed the original Poltergeist? I do not. Toby, Toby Hooper, Hooper. The it's, guy it's like who did Toby. the Texas Chainsaw 1 and 2. I think it's well, yeah. like the, the, the original Poltergeist is my Texas Chainsaw 2. Okay. Because the original Poltergeist, you know, like produced by Steven Spielberg, <laughs> so has the E.T. suburbia sh- veneer, right. but directed. Is it Toby? I think it's pronounced Toby. I thought it was just Toby, but okay. Listen, the only reason why I say that is because I think they pronounce it that way in the trailer for Texas 2. Okay. Did he direct three? I know he did one and two. Did he even do three? I don't know. We could look up on the IMDb if you really want to know. Um, But yeah, you know, I was just about shocking things. Take, for example, planes, trains, and automobiles. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Funny movie. Those weren't two pillows. And then (laughs) (laughs) when he goes up to to the counter... And for the car, and he goes into like the 18 f bomb tirade. I mean, it just comes out of nowhere, and it's hilarious. Yeah, but and that's what I'm saying. But those things. How many f bombs like are in friggin' uh, Wolf of Wall Street has some kind of record? Yeah, but it's I'm ridiculous. just saying. Oh, have you ever seen I, what um, I'm saying? Is that moment when it when it happens is, is so funny and Absolutely. catches you off guard? Um, and there's that's actually what I'm a really you probably find it on, on YouTube, but there's a DVD extra to snatch. If you've ever seen Snatch, the what's yeah. the Guy Ritchie movie, mm-hmm. um, there's a DVD extra that is just um, a, a montage of clips from the film that, that it says, um, "Please enjoy uh, three minutes of the best violence and profanity in modern British cinema," and it's just a montage of gunshots and people swearing, and then the very end is like the mob boss going, "Goody gumdrops," <laughs> and it's a really funny little DVD extra. You can probably well, find what about it the beginning of the Holy Grail with the whole moose thing? Oh, the, the moose. <laughs> the, the I know opening, it's subtitles, oh, but... The, the opening credits that go yeah. way off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the most brilliant openings to anything ever. <laughs> That's probably the best movie that was ever made. Monty Python and the uh, Quest for the Holy Grail? Yes. I, I think... Um, any 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 uh, controversy to that statement? Well, of course what, what, he's going to say no. All-time I, greatest film, not Citizen Kane, not Godfather 2. Holy Grail. But Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail. Greatest film of all time. No, I wouldn't say that. Okay, see, now we got a topic for you. <laughs> should have seen the look we on definitely, his face. We definitely like got to do. Smell shit and he didn't know where it was if, coming from. If not specifically Mighty Python, maybe British. We should do a whole non Hollywood, like British film kind of thing. All right, let's, let's play this outro. And get, let's, no, let's do the outro. Are we done already? We are so sidetracked. There's so many other things, but whatever. Right, whatever. Play this outro. Let's do this. We are gas, food, and lodging. I'm gas. I don't have it. Just give me a second. He's. I'm distracted. (laughs) (laughs) And he's lodging.
Lodging. Can't oh. get her done. He was supposed to be even more distracted than you. Shh. your head out and yell, Take your sticking paws off me, you bitch! Well, no shit. What have we got here, a fucking comedian? What's your name, fat body? My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. No, I am your father. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. What kind of a stupid name is that, Fogel? What, are you trying to be an Irish R&B singer? And I will I do wish we could chat longer, but I've had him an old fan.